fellow ghost hunters. Welcome to Ghostly Residence of Old Cape Cod. Today, we are still on Martha's Vineyard, this time at the Daggett House Inn. My research shows nothing. I did find this inquiry from a past guest, which seems to sum it all up for us today. Quote, just wondering if this place is still around, was located at 59 North Water Street in Edgartown. I stayed there with my boyfriend, now my husband, for 20 years ago, and would love to go back but can't find it anywhere, which I think means it is no longer there or no longer operating as an inn. Any regulars to the vineyard know anything about it? Unquote. The other possibility is this inn is now enmeshed in a group of other inns, as the Edgartown Inn was. We are, however, grateful to Mark Jasper for giving us an in-person account of this historic place, which would have been lost to us. Again, most of this story originated in the book Haunted Cape Cod and the Islands by Mark Jasper. Um, on author's note, this is me. The Edgartown Inn is on 56 North Water Street. And this Daggett house is or was on 59 North Water Street. Hmm, that's right across the street. If the numbering is odds and even, you know, odds on one side, even on the other. Don't know. Well, anyhow, the Daggett House Inn. The title of this one is Laddie, L-A-D-D-I-E, and The One-Armed Ghost. The Daggett House in Edgartown is noted as being the first tavern on Martha's Vineyard licensed to sell beer and ale way back in the 1660s. Taverner John Daggett was fined five shillings for selling strong liquor. Over the centuries, the Daggett House has served as a store, a, a boarding house for sailors, and an accounting house during the whaling days. In 1948, the proper, property was purchased by Mr. and Mrs. Fred Chergwin, C-H-E-R, G-W-I-N, and established as a bed and breakfast. The Daggett House currently encompasses four distinct properties. The main house, with five guest rooms, two suites, um, a traditionally decorated front parlor, and a restaurant. The second one is a delightful garden cottage, with its scenic views once served as a school and artist studio. It now harbors three additional guest rooms. Across the street lies a 1780 Greek Revival whaling captain's home, known as the Captain Warren House, where you will find 13 guest rooms and two suites. And on nearby Simpsons Lane, S-I-M-P-S-O-N's Lane, stands the Henry Lyman Thomas House and Cottage, once home to the keeper of the lighthouse. Today it houses five 
junior suites, and a separate lightkeeper's cottage. Any, any guest staying at any of the Daggett House properties, either for a couple of days or a couple of weeks, will surely leave with the fondest of memories. The, the Daggett House even has a special little secret. Downstairs in the old tavern, there is a particular old bookcase, which, when pulled away, reveals a secret staircase. This staircase leads to one of the loveliest guest rooms on the island. Back in the 17th century, people sometimes constructed houses with hidden chambers in order to lessen the tax burden, since properties were taxed on the number of rooms. Of course, there are other secrets here as well, ghostly ones. In fact, the Daggett House has one of the most haunted reputations on the island. It all began back in the mid-18th century, when the Daggett House was a private residence. Two little boys were living here along with their parents. One day, their mother decided to send one of the boys up to Chilmark to visit his grandmother. Back then, getting from Edgartown to Chilmark with it was at least a half a day's journey by horse and buggy. Just before the boy left, he decided to play a prank on his brother. He took his brother's dog, named Laddie, L-A-D-D-I-E, and hid him in the secret staircase room. That night, the other brother was so distraught over not being able to find his dog that he ran out in the pouring rain, hollering, Laddie, Laddie. But Laddie was not to be found. The next day, the boy became very ill and died a few days later of pneumonia. When his grieving mother eventually opened the secret staircase room, she found Laddie, paws up, and stiff as a board. He had died of starvation. When the other brother returned from his grandmother's house, he was told what had happened. After hearing the news, the boy felt so guilty that he ran to the back of the house and threw himself into the harbor and drowned. With a history like this, it's no wonder that the staff, as well as some guests, have reported strange happenings in the secret room. People have reported hearing boys giggling, while others have reported hearing a dog whimpering and seeing paw prints on the floor. In, in an attempt to soothe Laddie's spirit, dog biscuits are usually left in the room by staff members. In another part of the inn, a room called Chappaquiddick Suite, a guest reported seeing an apparition of a woman who extended her hand and touched her guest's forehead. The guest said that she had never experienced such a peaceful sensation in her life. Back in the 1940s, a photo was taken of the old beehive fireplace in the tavern. When the photo was developed, something very strange was discovered. In the flame of the fire, an uncanny resemblance of a little boy's face appeared along with the outline of a dog.
This photo is now on display at the inn. Well, it was. In the cozy tavern, we will hear of another ghost that haunts the inn, commonly, commonly referred to as the one-armed man. George, a member of in the inn's waitstaff, tells this story. And we're going to take a break here, and we'll come back in a very short time. Hang on now. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. everyone we're back and uh, this is George's story we're still on Martha's Vineyard and this is George's story <clears throat> well actually the first time and this is quote please well actually the first time anything happened was when I first started working here about six years ago someone had sent me up to the attic to get something they needed I had never been up there before and I was a bit leery to begin with because I'm a little claustrophobic. So anyway, I walked up to the top of the very narrow staircase and stepped into the room. Directly in front of me was a man, probably about six foot away, and he didn't move. I didn't move either. I simply stared at him, and he stared back at me. And I thought, Surely it must be just me. It's probably the sun casting a shadow or something. Well, lo and behold, there was a man standing there. He was rather tall with very long hair, and he was missing an arm. He wasn't doing anything, just sort of smiling. I'm not sure how much time went by. It couldn't have been 20 seconds or a minute when all of a sudden, an extremely bright aura appeared around his body. It became so bright that I actually had to look away. It looked like tiny white lights surrounding his body. After I looked away, I tried to look back at him, but suddenly he went backwards and everything began to twinkle. Uh, and he was gone. I just stood there. Then I grabbed what I had come up for and left. I never said anything about this incident for three months. The same man appeared to me several times since then. He has appeared in my apartment, as well as at work. One time, when it was really late, I was working here alone with no house guests. It was late in the fall, and I was doing some paperwork. When I began to hear footsteps... I had just recently checked the building and was certain I was the only one here. So I listened as the footsteps came down the stairs and heard the final footstep hit the floor. I slowly turned and standing before me was the same man. As soon as he saw me, he went flying across the hallway and then just vanished. As I mentioned, I've also seen him in my apartment. One afternoon, I was due at work at 4 p.m., like the late shift. I always lie down for a rest just before going to work. I was resting on the couch, not sleeping, but just lying there. 
when I was overcome with the feeling that someone was outside my apartment door. Now I'm lying there thinking, if someone's out there, why aren't they knocking? The next thing I knew, he was standing right by my couch, just standing there. I immediately sat up and his left hand went right across my face and then he just disappeared. Another time I was walking home from the post office when for some reason I was compelled to look up at my living room window. In the left window, I saw his hand and his long white fingers seemed to be adjusting my fan. When I walked up to my apartment door, I didn't see him, but when I entered, I felt him walk past me. George had one more interesting story, but if you recall in the previous chapter, something played havoc with my tape recorder. Now remember, this is Mark Jasper talking, and it was the story of George that was destroyed, so I will have to tell it in my own words as best I can remember. Remember that was O. Ellie, <laughs> the chambermaid, <laughs> the ghost who likes to make beds even though their guests are, the guests are in them? Well, anyhow. One day, out of nowhere, George had someone's name pop into his head. The name was Ephraim. He had absolutely no explanation as to why. George had never even heard of the name Ephraim. Shortly thereafter, he was chatting with two guests and inquired if they had done anything interesting while on the island. The couple said they had just returned from touring an old cemetery in Oak Bluffs. On one of the tombstones, they saw a name, and they wondered if it had any connection with this inn. The name on the tombstone was Ephraim Daggett. Okay, <laughs> Unquote. That's the last story. Gave me the chills. How about you? Well, for our next one, our next podcast, I think we're going to go to Nantucket. And um, stay tuned, and we'll talk to you then. Okay, thanks for listening. Bye. This podcast and all of our podcasts are created and produced on Anchor.fm, the easiest way to make a podcast, and trust me, it is. The podcast is hosted by CapeCodWriters.net and can be found on their website, www.CapeCodWriters.net. You may also find us on Anchor FM, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks for haunting with us. Stay tuned.